headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they actually love, and create real amazing relationships. George Campbell, Ramsey personality, host of the Fine Print and Entree Leadership Podcast on Ramsey Networks, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. It is a free call, and some say the advice is worth exactly what you pay for it. The phone number, 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Mary in Tallahassee, Florida starts off this hour. Hey, Mary, what's up? Hi, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Uh, how can we it's help? An honor, it's an honor to speak with you. You too. What's up? Well, I have a question. I have an, an inheritance, and my sister was left out of the will. Whoa, why? I think that there's been some conflict uh, along the years that uh, I did, don't think that got resolved. Um, one was her significant other, um, and it just never got resolved, and some things had been said along the way. My mom was very uh, strong-willed and very independent. My dad passed away 25 years ago, so she had to be that. So your mom was not in relationship with your sister? Exactly. And chose to not leave her anything as a result? Exactly. Well, that sounds reasonable. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, why would your mom leave something to somebody that doesn't speak to her? Yeah. Well, she tried to, uh, my sister tried to with my mom, but my mom had just had enough. enough. Right. She'd had enough. She cut her off. Right. In life and in death. Right. Yeah. So it's you, know, the, uh, you know, the old-fashioned saying for that is, you're dead to me. You ever heard that? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes teenagers use it, and they don't know what they're talking about, but that's where it comes from. So, Mary, right. do you feel guilty? Is that why you're calling? At, at first, I did, but then um, I kind of got, I got shut down. Basically, she she said, are you going to, you know, split this with me? Just, I want to know. So, if you're not, that means you agree with with mom. And I said, I didn't say that. We're um, not taking that guilt trip. No, thank you. That's <laughs> on her. Yeah. I kind of with your mom. I don't like your sister much. <laughs> Well, so it has been, yes, because I'm trying trying to do the the main thing, but also at the same time, I'm trying to honor my mom, yeah. um, and I tried to smooth things over, and it it did not work. I tried my very best, uh-huh. and now I'm... Because your sister's a head case, yeah. So I've, you know, I was like, well, what do I do now? So it's been, uh, it, you, you, you lose your parent, you know, to yeah. dementia, Alzheimer's, and then you deal on this, and now not talking to me so i'm like well I'm where do sorry. i go because that's gonna cut that or that's going to cut that no 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 oh. you not giving her money is not cutting the relationship off she is choosing to cut the relationship off oh that makes sense you didn't choose yeah. she chose i'm sorry yeah. it hurts though yeah it does and when when you have a manipulator trying to manipulate you and you don't fall for it and they, they back off and throw grenades, it does hurt. I'm so sorry. What was your relationship to your sister prior to the inheritance? Well, <laughs> I've always wanted more of a relationship than what I got. And, uh, I and don't now when there's money, she wants a relationship. 
Uh, yeah, but there's. If you have yeah, to buy a relationship, isn't that called prostitution? Yeah, right. <laughs> but also at the same time, I don't know. I think that there was a lot of uh, what do you call it uh, resentment towards yeah. me, which I did not know. It finally came out when my mom got sick mm-hmm. seven years ago with with uh, Alzheimer's dementia, yeah. and it all came out. And then I'm like, what did I? You know, what did I do? You and didn't. then this is the fine, final. Thing. You, you're going to have to release did, yourself. Wait a minute. This. The truth is, did you really do anything but wrong, Mary? No. You, you were you mean to your sister? No. Did you reach no. out to her? Yes. Did she re- yes. reciprocate? No. Did yes. she call you up after there was money involved? Yes. Only yes. when there was money involved did she actually reach out and act like you needed a relationship with her. Right. She did not. That's right. It sounds so she, like she's not really you. interested in a relationship with you. She's just interested in money. Is that wrong? Am I wrong? you're spot on that's what the evidence in this discussion says anyway right. but it still hurts yes because it's your sister it's your last remaining relative now your dad and your mom both gone you've you know you feel it feels she puts it on you as if you caused this you didn't cause any of it she chose to be resentful to you because you were actually able to maintain a relationship with your mother albeit your mother might be difficult too it sounded like but you were able to maintain that and you weren't being manipulative in that. You were just able to walk a road your sister couldn't walk with your mom. Right. And so now she's mad at mom, and now she's mad at you. And now if you don't give her money, she's mad at you. Right. And Sick that, puppy. I, right. And I also was told she, uh, my mom destroyed our family by doing that. Mm-hmm. So I was – that was a mm-hmm. – and then I said um, uh, mom loved her family. Don't – don't ever tell me that she left her family. So it it kind of had built from yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's hurt and mad at your mom. Right. Right. She's a wounded right. wounded girl. But um, right. Th- if I thought you giving her money would make all of this go away and everybody would be happy and not not weird and you guys would just be great little sisters like in some movie or something, yeah. I would tell her to share it with her because it's just stupid money. But money's not the problem here. It's just re- it's just revealing the problem, right? And so it doesn't. We know it's not going to fix it. Because let me right. tell you, you give her half the money. Okay, how long is it? Set your watch. How long is it before she's pissed off about something else? True. Tick 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 tick. Oh, there it is. Yeah. True. So that tells us it's not about the money. It's about the oh. dysfunctional sister. So. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know what I would just say, uh, you, you know, D- Dr. John Deloney would say, write her a letter and then maybe don't send it. Just get it out of your system, but grieve l- the loss of the relationship because it hurts. And, uh, you know, you might just set some boundaries and tell her, listen, this is not about money. When you and I are friends again, we can talk about stuff like money. But right now I've tried to have a relationship with you and you didn't want to have one until there was money involved. So, it's this is on you you know and right. so if you want to come hang out for a dinner anytime i'd love to have you i'm not mad at you but as of right now uh no we're not going to have any financial discussions or transactions hmm. you know if you ever need any help and and we're in a good strong relationship together again i'll try to help you right. but so the other thing i try to remember is okay i get that mom wasn't the easiest person but you know this is her will. It's what she wanted to happen. 
That's why they call it a will. This is what I will to happen. I want this to happen. And that was her will. She decided with her money what she wanted to have happen to her money. It's not your place to change that. And so I I wouldn't, especially in this situation, because it's not going to get you what you want. But it does hurt. And I'm sorry. Your poor little sister, she's messed up. This is the Ramsey Show. George Camel, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Okay, rule of thumb. Uh, everybody needs a will. Go to mamabearlegalforms.com, get your will, put Ramsey in the promo, and you'll find the deals, right? Everybody ought to have a will. If you have a whacked family situation, like our last caller, where someone's not going to be in the will or they're, you're getting different levels of inheritance for whatever reason, um, or it's complicated, like you've got a blended family, yours, mine, and ours, that kind of thing, um, the you owe it to your family to have a reading of the will before you die. Hard to do it after. Well, there's a reading, but it's not you doing it. So, yeah, you need to sit down and tell everybody why what's happening is happening. And that's the deal. Because it can ruin relationships, as we saw with the last well, caller. Exactly. It, no, th- that relationship was already ruined. There wasn't one there. It exposed a ruined relationship, mm. but it didn't cause it. But the thing is, what that mom did by not telling the sister that she was cutting her out, she leaves the pressure on the remaining sister. And the, the anger directed at mom gets transferred to her sister. So you just say, uh, you're not getting as much, you know, for whatever reason. And you explain it to them. And then if they want to not like it, they can not like it while you're alive. That's called character, courage, those kinds of things. Now, in this case, mom had dementia. And in this case, she didn't have enough of a relationship to even have the discussion with the little sister. It sounds like so. I'm not sure she did anything wrong in that regard. But we go to great lengths inside the Ramsey family to make sure that everyone knows where they stand. No surprises. This is who's in the will. This is what's going on. This is what the will looks like. This is what that trust is going to do. This is what's going to happen with that piece of real estate. This is what's going to happen with the company. This is what's going to happen with that. And it's so bad that we have a annual estate planning meeting where we discuss my death in front of me. Is there a name for that? Yeah, it's the If Dave Dies This Year meeting. So um, it's awful. It's like a Monty Python movie. You know, I'm feeling much better. It's just a flesh wound. But oh my God, you know, I'm planning my death every year. It's morbid as crud. Well, and the sooner, the older you get, you know, the more real it gets. I'm just saying. You're worse. Yeah, no, it's uh, the closer you are, you got one foot in the grave. Come on, Dave, you need to be doing this. But yeah, it's, you don't have to do it every year. In our case, it's so much going on. It's so complicated. There's so many moving parts that we even bring in our leadership team here at Ramsey so that they know 
the operating board, they know what's going to happen, who's doing what, and we don't get into the infinite details, but the, all, all the stuff concerning those people. If it concerns you, you should be in there, mm. you know? And, and so take the time, and then you don't have this dramatic reading of the will with all the emotions like some murder Agatha Christie movie thing or something uh, with the ridiculous uh, plastic surgery stepmother and the lost uh, lost child coming in from nowhere and ridiculous things. Weird and, family you know, members yeah, coming out of the woodwork. I, I remember one Richard Pryor was the toy. Remember that was a thousand years ago movie. So it, but those are bizarre human or bizarre movie scripts. They should not happen in real life. Okay, you should it should be a um it, 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 you know people should say this is where it is. And and I'm perfectly okay if you don't want to give someone your money because by the way it's your money. You get to decide that. I if if I think it's weird I'll tell you, but if the girl hasn't spoken to her mother for years and her mother doesn't leave her money, that would seem logical to me. But she you're thinks not, we you're share not DNA. owed money just because you're in the DNA chain. Yeah, there's an entitlement there. The, yeah, the DNA chain does not mean you're owed money. Now, the law will give you money if there's not a will, but morally, you are not owed money because you're in the DNA chain. Just, you know, so if you're meaner than crud to your whole family and everybody in the family hates you and your mean boyfriend is mean to your mean mother, there's a lot of mean people in here then your mean mother doesn't leave you and your mean boyfriend money, why would you be shocked? It sounds logical, you know? But mean mom ought to go ahead and tell mean daughter, you know, you're mean and I'm mean and I'm not leaving you any of my mean money. Do people just not want to have that uncomfortable no, conversation? No. Is that they, why they, they don't do they, this? They're, they're, they're cowards. And so have the courage to call it and say, this is what's going on. You know, you vote the wrong way. I'm not leaving you any money. I'm not supporting that party. You know, you you don't know how to vote for presidents, so I'm not going to help you. You know, I mean, I don't care what it is. You get to decide it's your money. You can be as crazy or as weird as you want to be with your money. That's the plan. Mm. So that's what we're doing. Get a will and talk about the will. Get a will and tell everybody what's in it that, you know. I know people that do a will leave someone to be the guardian of their children and didn't bother to check with them. Oh, boy. It's like, surprise, you just got three kids. Can you do that legally? Do they have <laughs> you any legal obligations? You do that legally, but it'd be a, it's, yeah, I, it just because anything like that, I don't want to talk. Doing a will is hard enough. I don't want to talk about what's in it. I don't care. You need It's like grown-up stuff, boys and girls. Jill's with us in Los Angeles. Hey, Jill, what's up? Hi, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? So I am 19 years old, and I would like your advice on what to do with some extra savings I have. Cool. How'd you get the money? Okay, so I have four accounts right now. So I work a part-time job at an ice rink. I'm, a, I'm an assistant coach. And uh, from that job, I have built $1,500 in a checking account and $9,500 in a savings account. Way to go. Thank you. That's awesome. And then... Uh, separately, I have about $47,000 in my dad's credit union, and then I have an investment account with roughly $100,000 in an S&P 500 index fund. Whoa. Where'd you get that? Uh, my grandmother. She is uh, she's very blessed, and she's very generous. Wow. Good for you. Cool. And the 47 k the credit union, where did that come from? Also my grandmother. Okay. Cool. And it's all in your name. 
yes, I can't touch it until I want to buy a house or a car, but that's not going to be an issue right now since I have a car already. My parents are on baby step seven. Why, why, can't, why, why can't you touch it? You promised you wouldn't? Yes, um, I want to. I want to save it in the. No, I, I don't uh, think I don't. I just say it's unwise. I, you said I can't, but I think you oh, meant I won't. Yeah, I won't. Okay, that's, you don't. It's not in a trust. It's not a legal document. But you just promised Grandma you wouldn't use it except for those things. Correct. Good. Okay, okay. that's a good promise. Okay, cool. good. W- what's the horizon look like as far as college? Do you plan on going to college? Yes. Yeah, so currently, I'm a sophomore in college, and I'm studying to be a dietitian. Cool. Is school paid for, or are you cash flowing it? Completely paid for. My parents fully funded it, and my grandmother pitched in, too. Wow. You've got some awesome family who have a good head on their shoulders. Oh, I am extremely blessed. So your question is what? Um, So should I keep my $9,500 in my savings account, or should I invest that money so it can grow? Do you have an emergency fund currently? Uh, yes, my checking account. Is that part of the forty-seven k? No, it's uh, part of the checking account with the fifteen hundred dollars in it. That doesn't sound like much of an emergency fund. Yeah, your ninety-five hundred, your emergency fund. So no, mm. no, I would just leave it sitting there. Where yeah. are you living right now? Are you renting? Or are you with family? I'm a, I'm living with my parents, and I'm commuting out to college currently. Okay, cool. Well, let's let's get through school. Let's see what life looks like on the other side, and then we can decide what to do with this money. But you've got a car. School's paid for. The next logical goal would be to get that down payment on a house when you're ready for it. But there's no rush. But you're That's doing great a, at 19. After school, yeah. After, your next logical goal is finish school. Yes. And you got that, seem to have that covered. But I'm just going to let the 9500 sit there. It's just a nice little insurance policy. It's not really going to make you rich or make you poor what you do with it. It's not enough money to do that. So... A lot of these other things, the habits you're learning, the things you're gleaning from your family, how smart they've been, that's all setting you up. And you really do have a great eye on this and a great intentionality. That's more important than the 9500. I would let it sit there as your emergency fund. Thanks for the call. Hey, listen up. Everyone is at risk of identity theft. I don't care if you're a hermit living off the grid, listening to the show on a battery powered radio, all of your data collected by every company you've ever done business with lives online, your bank, your doctor's office, retailers, the apps on your phone, the gas station where you have loyalty rewards. They all store your info online, making them ripe for a cyber attack or data breach. That's why I've been telling people for almost 25 years, they need an ID theft protection plan. And the only one I've ever recommended is from Xander Insurance. They monitor your personal and financial info, even your home title, and take over the work if you become a victim. It's the most thorough and affordable plan out there. I even have it for my family and our entire team. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282.
George Campbell, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Jason and Allison are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, Dave, how's it going? Welcome, welcome. Where do you guys live? We're from Raleigh, North Carolina. Cool. Welcome to Nashville. And here to do a debt-free scream, how much have you paid off? We paid off $240,000. Good for you. How long did that take? Took a little over 11 years, 11 years, four months. Ooh, okay. Very good. And your range of income during that time? We started out around 50000 single income, mm-hmm. and it got up to 150000 Wow. What do you all do for a living? I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I'm a uh, replacement manager for a HVAC company. Okay. Cool. Very cool. Good for y'all. So 240000 over 11 years. Is that your house? That is our it house, is. Dave. All yes. right. <laughs> Look at it, weird people. Man, <laughs> no house payment. How old are you two? 39 and 40. Wow. And a paid for house. Yes, sir. What's the house worth? We checked this morning. It was $457,000. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. How much in your retirement accounts? We have a little over 200000 We just kind of got a, that going back yeah. here in the last couple of years. Um, so that's, that's our next goal to yeah. get that knocked out. Yeah, you're going to get ready to be Baby Steps Millionaires. Look at you guys. Yes, 40 years so. old. <laughs> you're right on track. Well done. Whoop, whoop, Thank whoop, you. whoop, whoop, whoop. That's a long track, man. 11 years and four months. Tell us the story. What got that started? Well, we we started when we found out um, I was pregnant with our daughter. And um, we decided that I should stay home for a little while. We mm-hmm. had our son turn two right after she was born. So two, basically two and under was a bit of a challenge. And so I stayed home for four years. And that's when we started looking towards the baby steps and mm-hmm. the envelope system and um, I was able to stay home for four years, and then once I went back to work, things really got into motion for us. Yeah. But um, we took, after two years of staying home, we took FPU, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. really set us on, um, like you saw, like you say, with uh, the gazelle, we were ready to go. We got rid of cable, and we took yeah. away some other things, and... Um, just once I went back to work, things really got into gear for us. Wow. And you met Dave. I just saw a photo. It looks vintage. <laughs> Check this out. Was right. it News Radio 680? Look oh, that's at over this. At the, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look wow. at that. That's a ways back there. So was that yeah. along the journey you guys uh, met him there? Mm-hmm. It was actually, he came to Raleigh for Entree Leadership Book. You just mm-hmm. come out with it. And uh, I was like, come on, Allison. Grab the kids. We got to get up there. <laughs> you got to meet this guy. I'm, he's going to change our life. And and you did wow that's impressive wow this so is, proud of you guys was this all the mortgage the 240 did you guys have any other type of debt along the way a majority of it was um we had part of a car in there and an atv but majority of it we 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 cleared that out real quick as soon as we got on but we were like no it mean more to our kids if they could be here with us when we fully pay everything off and we we didn't we didn't call it or anything we were like nope we're going to continue Till we get to the final stage and we to get do to it in person every, yep do it everything mm-hmm. so now our kids are you know a little bit more grown at, compared to those pictures now yeah. we're hoping that it sinks in a little bit more and yeah. they wow. get a lot from it that's fun very fun now that's a long time to stick with it as we said uh what do you think the key is to sticking with it and to getting out of debt i would say as far as st- staying on the same page having budget meetings 
you know, we get to the end of the month and they're getting started. And then we would, even throughout the process, we would run out of money before month, but we stuck with it. I did a lot of side work. I've been in heat and air ever since I was, you know, right out of high school. So I knew how to do work on the side and make some extra money. You know, I wasn't around all the time, but now that we're here, that time that I missed being out on the weekends and late at night running service calls and all that good stuff, it's worth it now mm. because it's it's pay help us dig out of that hole a lot faster to where now I don't do that anymore. I'm here at home with the you know wife and family and spend a lot more time and it was worth it at that time to be that gazelle intense yeah. and pressing through it. Wow. And one thing too, we we always went on a vacation. Um, that was one thing that we didn't give up. Mm-hmm. Um, just which to you're give not our supposed kids. to in baby steps four, five, six. You're supposed right. to go on vacation. But a yeah. lot of people, you know, say, "Well, we're not going to do this." We still wanted to have those experiences with our kids mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, make those memories. So that was another thing that you we still made paying off your house in eleven years. That's the normal. Yeah. I mean, that's about the right track. I mean, that's the anywhere from seven to fourteen is our is our range, and most people hit it around ten or eleven years. So they, yeah. these are some of the things that we cash flowed. Uh, two trips to Disney. Um, we went to Paris and London, just her and I, um, mm-hmm. for 10 days. Um, we took the kids camping out west twice to mm-hmm. Grand Canyon uh, and Yellowstone. Um, both of them in braces. We cash flowed every bit of that. Mm-hmm. And um, my wife had a wrist surgery, and we paid for a new car, well, new to us, used car. Mm-hmm. And we also got a camper in that process, and every bit of it was paid by cash. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's exactly how you're supposed to do it perfectly done well done you guys whoop, 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 so whoop, whoop, no whoop. trauma for the kids they're not scarred they had a great childhood america if you're wondering <laughs> you yep. guys are incredible reminder gazelle intensity is baby steps one through three which is getting out of debt everything but the house and getting the emergency fund and then when you move from that to baby steps four five six which is where they've been the majority of this 11 years while all these things happened uh, you're moved from intensity to intentionality. So you guys worked that plan well done. perfectly. Thanks. Exactly what you're supposed to do. Very, very well done. Excellent, excellent job. How's it feel now that you don't have a payment in the world? <laughs> really good. <laughs> we got out in the front yard. We walked in the grass barefooted. <laughs> we, yes. we heard everybody else on the Rams shows like, we got to try this. And we did it, and it was awesome. <laughs> what the neighbors think? Are they going, there's some weird people there. Yeah, like, yeah we are weird. Yeah. We did it in daylight. so <laughs> <laughs> Walking around with a mortgage on fire in your hand. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Have you had a few paychecks hit without the mortgage now? Yeah, we it stays it with you? We paid it off in February. Oh, and awesome. It's, it's it, you, that, that muscle memory of paying that payment now we don't have it now it's like you gave yourself a raise we did yeah. well we went to disney world in june it was like not nearly as stressful yeah. i mean we weren't cra- going crazy or anything but we could i felt like we could enjoy it you know mm. yeah you don't have to think about the money yeah, yeah. I, used to, I used to know a guy he said my goal is make enough money where i can read the menu from left to right Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> instead of, start, <laughs> instead of starting with the price, right? I'm gonna just order what I want, and then I'm gonna look at the price. Absolutely. That's that's what you did at Disney. You know, you didn't. You weren't <laughs> out of control. You weren't out of control, but you just you, you could just do it, and it was gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not the way to go, you guys. You're, you're exactly living like no one else. So later, you can live and give like no one else. Yep. Beautifully done. 
Beautifully done. Well, we've got a copy of Baby Steps Millionaires for you, without a doubt. That's the next chapter in your story and total money makeover for you to give away and get someone else started. Financial Peace University membership for a year. Thank you. The brand new videos with George and Dr. John Deloney and Rachel Cruz and me in them. It's the best videos we've ever done in that class, by the way, right now. Those of you that need to go back through FPU, some of you, that's uh, it's a good time to do it. So, well done. And you brought the kiddos. Bring them up. What are their names and ages? Jacob is 13 and Catherine is 11. And they were just little babies when all this starts, huh? Yeah. They were. Now he's about <laughs> a two-year-old two and a ba- and a brand new baby. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Very Incredible. very cool. Did they learn some things along the way? The money principles. He actually already has a few of the books. <laughs> he's nice. read them. Yeah. Financial Peace Baby, right here. I love it. Mm-hmm. And he gets to it. listen to the podcast with me in the, in the car most times whenever we're driving somewhere. He gets yeah. to, Dave. He has the opportunity That's to right. listen. <laughs> I love that. Verbiage. <laughs> Not has to, gets to. <laughs> this is great. Well done, you guys. Great looking family. I'm so proud of y'all. You're heroes. Thank, Thank you. Dave. Very, very well done. You own your life. Jason and Allison, Jacob and Catherine, Raleigh, North Carolina, 240000 paid off, house and everything, 11 years and four months, making 50 to 150. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. All right, here we go. Three, Three two, two, one. one. We're, We're debt-free! debt-free! Yeah! <laughs> I love it. Another family tree change, just like yeah. that, before our eyes. Boom, just like that. Man, that's a cool family. This is The Ramsey Show. The personality is my co-host. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Thank you for joining us, America. We're glad you're here. Every time you hear someone do their debt-free scream, you know, at some point they said, I've had enough. I'm not living like this anymore. I've had it. When you get mad like that and you're ready to change, that's when you thats when you really will change. Until, until then, it's an intellectual discussion, and intellectual discussions never moved anybody off the of center wrong you got to decide to control what you can control and step into it your behavior you got to deal with the behavior the problem with your money the problem with my money is the guy in my mirror financial peace university will show you how to get control and change your future it'll show you every detail of the step-by-step plan everything you should have been taught with money and about money but weren't nearly 10 million people have gone through this learning how to get out of debt be on a budget, work with their spouse, build wealth, increase their generosity. Yeah, don't let debt and money stress control your life. Finally say it, enough! Take back control of your life. Financial Peace University, RamseySolutions.com slash enough. RamseySolutions.com slash enough. 
George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Lacey is in Denver. Hi, Lacey. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Um, I have a question about Baby Step 5. Um, my husband and I are out of debt. We have a, uh, an emergency fund. Um, we are rather behind in retirement. Um, and we have, we have six children, four are adults and they, um, are in or have finished college all on their own. They got, they got a scholarship, they had part-time jobs, internships, all on their own debt-free, um, either have finished or are in process of that. We also have two younger children who are only in third and fourth grade and our income has increased dramatically. Um, so for the first time, we, I feel like we really have the ability to actually save for college for them. But we're kind of debating whether or not we even want to do that because it's been so good for our older children. Um, we're not, I don't know, is it ethical to just say we can, but we're not going to pay for college? Sure. It's okay. ethical. Definitely ethical. Um, it would also not be unethical to just pay for college. Okay. I mean, unless you raise some entitled brat, I think paying for college, you know, they're not, it's not going to change their character, whether they pay. Now, you want them to have some skin in the game. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I do. You, you I, treat college differently. When it's are you work. worried about what the four older ones will think? A, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay to have an awkward discussion with the four older ones in the room one time like a, like at christmas go hey guys we need to have 15 minutes of awkward everybody hold your breath you ready here we go fair is where the tilt a whirl is and they have cotton candy so let's talk about fair how would you feel because now we make more money than we've ever made before if we were to actually financially help your little brother and little sister where we didn't help you how would y'all feel about that let's just talk about it by the way, you, you don't really get a vote. We're just asking for your opinion. Mm-hmm. And have an awkward conversation and get that out of the way. I'll tell you what you might learn. You might learn that they say, this was the best thing that ever happened to me. And you go, you know what? I, I, don't, I really don't want to steal that from the little ones. I'm going to make them work their butts off too. Or they might go, you know, it was okay. We got through it, but it kind of left some scars. And I love my little brother and sister enough. If you pay for part of it, it'd make me happy. Mm-hmm. They might say either one. One yeah. of them might say one thing; the other one might say the other. Is that right? Is yeah, that right? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, mean, I don't you see it kinda, as a. You just had picture. You just had pictures of their faces flash in front of your mind and went, "That one's going to say that. And that one's going to mm-hmm. say that." You just did it just now. I watched you do it. <laughs> I think you're seeing it with black and white options of A or B. Why not have the money there and have parameters around it and say, hey, we have 30 grand per years per year. You can go to the state school. If anything beyond that, you pay for, and you're going to get a part-time job and still apply for scholarships. But our kids have had some fun adult discussions. The uh, oldest is a daughter, the middle is a daughter, and my youngest is my son. And they've had some fun discussions in our presence where Denise is like, you know, I I couldn't do one-tenth of the things you got away with, little brother. You know, because they were hardcore oh, yeah. on me. For sure. And then, you know, and, and so 
and then you know what they all survived and they don't like each other less and they don't like us less because of it there was no malice involved but by the time we got to the third one by the time you get to the sixth one you know some of your energy runs out and you're just like oh whatever jump <laughs> off a cliff whatever you're gonna do go go play with a lawnmower it's okay i mean you know whatever it is you're gonna yeah whatever you're just a little bit less freaked out the first one you're like oh god they're near the kitchen you know it's like and so you just and and you're much I, we were harder on our oldest discipline wise and i think we got mm-hmm. lazy yeah. or we started figuring out it wasn't all necessary or whatever i mean we weren't like super hard on one and not hard on the other one. Oh, they all had to behave but you know i, I hey fair is where the tilt of war and the cotton mm-hmm. candy is i mean it's you don't get fair so i think you're doing okay either way it just uh, probably really good family exercise to have a fun over thanksgiving discussion instead of getting out john deloney's conversation cards oh use these use yes. this right and but see, the key is to have a conversation and Don't have leave some it a fun surprise. with it and laugh about it and because listen you make a lot more money your life is different than it was when those kids were this when your oldest one was in third grade you have a di- you're different people you're different life you make a lot more money it's a different situation you go on better vacations now um you go out to eat at better places now uh, and those kids get to ride along, mm. and the older one didn't. And so that's how life works. It's okay. It's it's all right. You're not a bad person either way. Yeah, it's not unethical. Ethics are not on the table here. Um, but I know a lot of people that are hardcore and say, nope, not paying for any of it. It's good for them. Just figure gut it, it out. out. I'm going to coach you. I'll be your biggest cheerleader, but you get nada. You're going to figure this out. I'll show you what to do, but I'm not signing any loans, and I'm not giving any money. So here's what you do. You need to get some scholarships, a job, and go to a school you can afford. And they start laying it out ahead of time and put the parameters, and you know, like you did with your oldest ones, and you can do that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's also nothing wrong with paying for college ethically yeah which is i, the I don't think it's going to create a bunch of brats i think what she's wanting is the character that it created to have them it's good scholarships and part-time yeah. jobs it's good and, and uh just to juxtaposition that while we're having a discussion and not really part of her answer but just all three ramsey kids we paid for the college but there were parameters around 100%. that lots of parameters parameters are you're going to live on the budget and here's the amount you have to live on it's not it's not opulent um and um you're gonna uh you're gonna be walking a, a values-based life that aligns with our family value system uh which we're christians so that would include walking with god and so you're not gonna be off misbehaving uh going bananas out there okay and and us writing checks for your misbehavior we're gonna fund your misbehavior not likely not gonna happen so uh you know you're gonna you know gonna be doing that and we and they had to finish in four years, is that right? Yeah, yeah they had to finish in four years, and they went to an in-state school, and uh, so we weren't wasting money. And so... Um, so if Rachel had said, Dave, I want to go to a private school in a different state. Not paying for it. You, actually, she, she, pay actually the she did. No, it was worse than that. She wanted to go to an out-of-state university in the SEC that was not the University of Tennessee, which is Rachel. somewhat like blaspheming. But yeah, no, it's I didn't... Heretical. Yeah, we just shut that her- heretic down right quick. Because it was, uh, I mean, it was like three thousand bucks or something at that time to go to UT, mm-hmm. and it was like fourteen thousand to go to this other SEC school, which will not be named. Which will not be named. Um, but she, the only reason she wanted to do it was she thought it was cool. It had nothing to do with nothing. That's and I how said, a seventeen eleven thousand dollars because you went across the state line and got basically the same education. I don't think so. At seventeen, you're not doing math. You're just picking the coolest option. 
That's it. Well, Rachel, it would just be, I want it to be different. I don't want to be like everyone else. Well, and she's accomplished that. Yeah, over she her has career. accomplished that. And made a brand out of it. It's That's pretty right. good. I'm proud of her. Good stuff. It's a good discussion. This is the Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out other great podcasts from the Ramsey Network, like The Ken Coleman Show. Are you doing what you were born to do? I'm Ken Coleman, host of The Ken Coleman Show, where I give you practical advice to help you discover your purpose and then map out a plan to get you there. From accounting to advertising, from plumbing to production, you were created to fill a unique role, and the world needs what you have to offer. Join me on The Ken Coleman Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.